Leviticus chapter 25. <clears throat> Look at verse number 10 with me. It says, And you shall consecrate the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout all the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee. Somebody say jubilee. It shall be a jubilee for you, and each of you shall return to his possession, and each of you shall return to his family. Father, we thank you for your word today. Now, as we quiet ourselves and we just sit at your feet, we ask that you would illuminate our hearts and our minds to your word. Let us not be distracted today, God. We believe that you have great things in store for us. We're believing, God, that this year will be a breakthrough year and I pray that today God it would start have your way in Jesus name amen well it is official I'm 50 years old <laughs> I turned the corner I, I, I went over the hill I don't I don't know there's all these ex expressions and phrases but it feels pretty good, actually. Doesn't feel bad at all. No. In fact, it feels a lot like 49. Oh. <laughs> it really does. I'm 50. A lot of you joined with Karen and, and the kids who put on an unbelievable 50th birthday party for me. It was, it was so much fun. And many of you came and you, you just celebrated me. And I want to say thank you to all those who did come. Many of you said I, I would be there, but you couldn't, and uh, a lot of cards and, and gifts, and it's just, I've been overwhelmed, and I just want to say thank you so much for pushing me into this decade. <laughs> I found out I'm not alone. I'm in good company. Did you know the zip code is 50 years old? I thought the zip code was a lot older than that, but the zip code is only 50 years old. The lava lamp turned 50 this year. Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech, 50 years old. Found out some celebrities were also turning 50, and this kind of made me feel better. Brad Pitt is 50 years old. Did you know that? I told Butler, Brad Pitt was turning 50, and she just about fell over. She's like, what? Brad Pitt? I said, well, I'm the same age as him. She's like, yeah, but you look 50. He don't look 50. She could not get over. Brad Pitt is 50. Phoebe Cates is 50. Johnny Depp is 50. John Stamos, 50. And the all-time basketball great, Michael Jordan. Boom, 50 years old. When I was a kid, my mother used to turn on gospel music early on Sunday mornings. And I don't remember who the group was, but every Sunday morning, this particular song would be sung to start off this little segment of gospel singing. It was Jubilee. Dan, do you remember that? Jubilee, Jubilee. I don't know who sung it, but every Sunday morning I would hear this singing, you're invited to the gospel jubilee. Well, I found out that 50 is very significant in God's word. 50 represents the year of jubilee. 
I would like you to jot down some notes that I think will not just be helpful for today. I believe this is going to lay some brickwork for La Palma Christian Center and for the vision that God has given me and the direction that I feel God is leading me and thus God is leading us. 50 represents the year of Jubilee. The year of Jubilee was the year of liberty. It was the year of freedom. Now let me give you just a little bit of background concerning the year of Jubilee. Jubilee was connected to the Sabbath. There's actually three Sabbaths uh, that the Bible talks about. First of all, there is the Sabbath day. Does anybody know what the Sabbath day is? The Sabbath day is the seventh day. And what happens on the seventh day? Or what's supposed to happen on the seventh day? It's actually supposed to be a day of rest. And I, I encourage you to have a Sabbath day. Have a day of rest. We'll talk more about rest in just a little bit. But that's the first Sabbath that's mentioned, the Sabbath day. It's rest for man. There's also the Sabbath year. The Sabbath year was every seventh year. This was declared the Sabbath year. On the Sabbath year, it was a rest for the land. And the land was supposed to lay fallow and undisturbed for the entire year. No sowing, no planting, no pruning, no weeding. None of that could happen on this Sabbath year, every seven years, because God wanted the land to rest. Then there is the third Sabbath, which is the year of Jubilee. The year of Jubilee is the 50th year. Look with me in Leviticus 25. Just leave that open. We'll, we'll pull out a lot of scriptures out of Leviticus 25 today. So leave that open on your lap. Look at verse number 8 with me. It says, you shall count seven Sabbaths of years for yourself, seven times seven years. And the time of the seven Sabbaths of years shall be to you 49 years. Y'all with me so far? The math is pretty simple. Seven times seven, 49. Okay. Then you shall cause the trumpet of the Jubilee to sound. On the tenth day of the seventh month, on the day of atonement, you shall make the trumpet to sound throughout all your land. So after the seven years of Sabbath years, after 49 years, on the 50th year, it was one big party. The 50th, the Jubilee. This was God's way of pushing a reset button, if you will. How many would like God just to push a reset button in your life and just start everything from scratch on this year? Can you imagine God just coming in with his eraser and erasing all the mistakes and all the, all the bad and all? Can you imagine? And God saying, here, you've got a clean slate. That's the Sabbath year, or that's the Jubilee year. That's what I believe in store for us. This is God's great equalizer. The year of Jubilee was an economical stimulus package like none you've ever known. This was God's hand-designed bailout plan. The poor had a second chance. The poor had a fresh start and a new opportunity. The 
playing field, as it were, was leveled and evened in the year of Jubilee. Slaves were set free, debts were forgiven, and land was restored back to its proper ownership. The year of Jubilee, a great, great time of celebration and rest. So this is my year of Jubilee. I'm 50, and so it's my year of Jubilee. But because I'm leading a group of people, I believe it's also going to be our year of Jubilee. So I'm asking you to kind of take hold of my coattails, if you will. All right? I'm asking you to join hands with me, if you will, and we are going to walk this year together enjoying a year of Jubilee, a year of liberty. Somebody say liberty. You ready for liberty this year? You ready for freedom this year? Amen. So what does this year look like for us, church? First of all, it's a year of recommitment. Daisy, you taking notes? You better take notes, sis. Oh, I can pick on her. She's my little girl. I want everybody taking notes today, seriously. We're laying bra- ground groundwork here, brickwork. We're laying some bricks for what God is going to build on the whole year. Yeah. A year of recommitment. See, the, our text today, verse number 10, it says, You shall consecrate. Say consecrate. Consecrate. consecrate the 50th year. To consecrate is to set apart. To consecrate is to dedicate to the service of God. This is the year for recommitment, reconsecration. Verse number 12, it is the year of Jubilee, it shall be holy unto you. Contrary to what the world would like, holiness has not been removed from the book that I'm holding. It's still in there. The Bible is a holy Bible. We call it the holy Bible, don't we? Because it's set apart. It's consecrated. Within the holy Bible, there are holy instructions. 1 Peter 1.16 tells us, we, shall, we should be holy because God is holy. You shall be holy for I am holy, says God. We're still called to holiness. You know what holiness is? Holiness is right living. You've heard of the word righteousness, right? Righteous. If you just shorten it down, it's right. Just think about living right this year. Think about speaking right, doing right, walking right, talking right, going to the right places. This is holiness. And we can live holy for one minute. I promise you, you can live holy for one minute. And not do anything wrong. So what we have to do 
is live holy one minute and then live holy another minute. And we start adding some minutes together. And before you know it, you've lived holy for 15 minutes. I know. You've done right. You've lived right. Now, you take that 15 minutes and you start adding an, another 15 minutes. You've got a half hour of holiness. Double that again. You've lived an hour holy, doing right. And we just keep on adding minutes to hours, hours to days, days to weeks, weeks to months. And I'm telling you right now, we can live holy. We can live holy. Not only can we, we must because God called us to it. God doesn't suggest it. If you feel like it, live holy. If you want to, do right. God said, be holy because I'm holy. And because God called us to it, that means we can do it. We can attain it and we must do it. This is the year to recommit ourselves, consecrate ourselves to doing right, to living right. God's pushing a reset button in the year of Jubilee. Start over, fresh start, clean slate. How about we all push our own reset button? Come on, somebody, just push a reset button right now. Push a reset button right now. Reset your spiritual life on this first Sunday of the year. Commit to the Lord and commit to me for that matter. Commit to yourself that I am going to live right. I'm recommitting myself to God. 2013 is behind us. Come on, somebody, just wave to the behind of 2013. It's all behind us. It'll never bother you again. It doesn't ever have to bother you again. And God has opened up a brand new door. God has opened up a brand new curtain. God has opened up a brand new opportunity, clean and fresh. What are you going to do with it? Recommit yourself. This year, let's push our own spiritual reset button and recommit ourselves to God. How do we do this? There's four ways. Number one, pray. We recommit ourselves by committing to prayer. Commit yourself to pray every day. I believe we ought to be praying to God every day. Now, remember, prayer is just communication. It's, it's talking and listening. Be sure that that is not out of balance. A lot of times people go into prayer and they do all the talking and they do no listening. That's not real effective prayer. That's, that's Hail Mary prayer. You know, that's, that's a emergency prayer. You just fill up all the prayer with your talking. Prayer, prayer should be talking to God and then listening to God. Because I believe God has something that he wants to say. And whatever God says, I want to hear it. God will speak to us. He'll always have your Bible when you go to prayer, if possible. Some people are praying as they're commuting. So don't, don't read the Bible while you're on the 91, you know. <clears throat> but the best scenario, if you can, is to have prayer and devotional time together. Reading of the Word. But the first thing we ought to do is commit ourselves, I'm going to pray every day this year. If you, if you did not do that last year or, or you have not established that pattern in your life, this is your opportunity. Recommit yourself. I'm going to pray to God every day. How many will commit to that right now? You'll say, yes, pastor, with God's help, I'm going to recommit to prayer and let prayer be a priority in your life. 
Now, that's, that's the first part of prayer. We need to pray. But for those who have been praying and you have established prayer as part of your life, maybe this year you get a, a, a fresh prayer pattern. Maybe you mix up your prayer somewhat and let that be fresh for you, okay? So those of you who have already locked in prayer and everyday uh, habitual part of your life, then pray about a new prayer pattern. How do we commit ourselves to God? The second way is through fasting. Prayer and fasting. We are in day five of our corporate fast here at La Palma Christian Center. We have put together a prayer journal for you. This lays out some of the guidelines that are suggest, suggested. Um, this, is not, uh, this is not to um, confine you. This is only to help you to consecrate yourself unto God and sacrifice to God. So I want you to pick up this prayer journal prayer and fasting journal, and I want you to fast with us. And I, I really feel that we're going to see powerful results as a result of praying and fasting. The Bible's very clear that certain things aren't going to happen until we pray and fast. Certain answers aren't going to come through until we pray and fast. If you're, if you're serious about wanting the answer and wanting the result, then you've got to get serious on this side before you see the answer and before you experience the result. What are we praying about today, church? Okay. On day number five, which is today, our prayer emphasis is La Palma Christian Center Preschool under the direction of Jolene Lovatier. She was here in the first service and we prayed for her. And also our K through 12 under the direction of my wife, Karen Bland, and she's here today. And um, so... Let me see here. Let me grab Floyd. Why don't you come? I'm going to have you pray for Karen. We're praying for Karen and all of her teachers. We have several of the teachers here today. These students that come, the families that are represented. So let's believe God today for an amazing school year. Amen. Stretch forth your hands toward Karen, everybody, if you don't mind. Let's pray for her. Lord, right now we're so thankful, first of all, for the opportunity you've given us here to reach out this community to our school. Lord, I thank you for the direction that we have through Karen. Lord, I pray right now that as this school year progresses, that you will give her wisdom, that you give her knowledge. Lord, that you would expand yes, Lord. what she does. May you expand the school. May you expand, Lord, the reach. Yes. May you expand thank the you, borders. Jesus. Lord, that this would be a year of expansion for our school. Lord, I pray that you would give Karen health this year, that yes. she, would, she would be able to accomplish all of the tasks that are before her. Lord, I pray that you would give her wisdom and understanding as she deals with every situation that comes up in our school. Lord, that lives would be touched this year for eternity, that lives would be changed yes, for eternity. Not just in the lives of the children, Lord, but the lives of the families. Yes, God. In the name of Jesus, we ask mm -hmm. all of these things. Amen. 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 Thank you, Floyd. Awesome. Prayer works, folks. Pick up the...
prayer and fasting journal if you have not done so and join with us. How do we recommit ourselves to Christ, to God this year? Through prayer, through fasting, through reading His Word. If you want the Word to come out of you, the Word must be in you. And so commit yourself to reading God's Word every day. I believe that you should find a time and a place that works well for you. And that should be when you read the Word. Don't leave it to chance. Don't leave it to when I get everything else done or if I find the time. You make the time. You find the place. And you sanctify that and consecrate that to God. If you have to get up earlier in the morning in order to find the time and find the place, then I urge you, if you really want to have 2014 to be a different year, it would be worth you setting your alarm and getting up a little bit earlier. It must be done, church. There are no shortcuts here. And you will totally reap the benefit of God's Word. So commit yourself to reading the Word of God, studying the Word of God. That's different from reading it. Study the Word of God. Meditate on the Word of God. Memorize the Word of God. Delight yourself in the Word of God. Hide God's Word in your heart. And you will be recommitting yourself to the most powerful book ever written. I hold it in my hand. You have it there in your hand or in your lap. The Word of God. How many will say, Pastor, I'm recommitting myself to making the Word of God a priority in my life, and with God's help, I'm going to read it and study it every day. Let me see your hand. Keep them up. I want to see who's doing this. That looks pretty good. Even if I had to just put peer pressure on you right there, I don't care. I want you in the Word because I know the Word of God will guide you and direct you and it will challenge you and it will change you. I know it will. So get yourself in God's Word and let God's Word get in you. The fourth way that we can recommit ourselves to the Lord is by witnessing. Each one in this room has an amazing testimony of what God has done. I see several who have been brought through cancer and healed miraculously. I see others that God is working on right now bringing you healing. God has done so much for each and every one of us. Let's commit ourselves to telling other people. We've got to open our mouths and witness what Jesus has done in our lives. Recommit yourself that you're going to do that this year like none other. What does this year look like for us, this year of Jubilee? It is definitely a year of recommitment. It's also a year of rest. A year of rest. Look at the scripture here. That 50th year shall be, verse 11, that 50th year shall be a Jubilee to to you. In it you shall neither sow nor reap what grows of its own accord nor gather the grapes of your untended vine. A year of rest. This is so important to God that he even wanted the land to rest. The land rested. So whatever came up, came up. Whatever grew, it just grew. It grew on its own accord. 
You weren't allowed to go and prune the grapevines so that they could produce the very best grapes. It just had to grow. It, the, the vines grew wild. Weeds would come up. Couldn't, couldn't go and get the weeds. Then whatever happened at the fall and, and at the conclusion of things. Now, you could go and eat what, what grew, but you couldn't harvest it. But the branches that would break and fall to the ground, the fruit that was not picked and it fell to the ground, all of the weeds that then finally died off, all of that contributed back into the ground, giving minerals and nourishment that would not otherwise have come. This wonderful God-ordained compost. And then that next year, it was so much more productive. You see, after land rest for a year, it's more fruitful. It's more productive. There was rest for the land, which meant rest for the man. The man wasn't allowed to go and sow and till and, 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 and plant. Couldn't go and weed. Just whatever happened, happened, and whatever grew, grew. You know, Jesus offers us rest. The best rest that could ever be offered is offered by Jesus. He said in Matthew chapter 11, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, ha, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. He says, My yoke is easy. My burden is light. 2014, a year of rest. Rest in Christ. Rest in the Lord. Cast all of that on the Lord. His yoke is easy. His burden is light. So I'm, I'm declaring today that 2014 is going to be a year of rest for La Palma Christian Center. The rest is threefold. Physical rest. Some of y'all just need to rest. You work like a workhorse. And you go until you just crash at night. This year, I believe the Holy Spirit's going to help us to actually have physical rest. Do you know when you just wait on the Lord, you know what happens? They that wait on the Lord or rest in the Lord... Oh, come on, somebody. Get with me here today. They that wait on the Lord, the Bible says, they shall renew their strength. So rest in Him. Rest and wait on Him, and you will be strengthened. Just as the land is more productive after a rest, I believe the man is also more productive after we have a rest. I love getting away for a few days with my family. And I like when we do nothing, really. We can do whatever we want or we can do nothing. But we have rest. Then I come back and I'm refocused and I'm refueled and I'm revitalized. I'm ready to go. This year's a, rest, a, a, a year of rest physically. I believe it's going to be a, a rest mentally. There's some people, you, they, they lay their head down at about 11 or 12 o'clock, but the wheels just keep on racing. 
like a thousand miles a minute. Anybody like that? You just can't shut off the mind. You're thinking about what didn't get done today. You're thinking about what you still might need to do tomorrow. I mean, it's just hard for you to shut down. This is going to be a year of mental rest. If you need mental rest, if you need mental rest, stand to your feet right quick. You need mental rest. It's coming this year. It's coming this year, Cindy. It's coming this year, sis. It's coming in 2014. I'm declaring to you as the pastor of this church, your mental rest is coming. Lift your hands if you need mental rest. Hallelujah! God, I thank you, Lord, that you are going to give us rest in our spirits, rest in our thinking, rest in our minds. We will not have racing minds uh, at 12 o'clock at night. We will have peace in our minds and in our hearts. In Jesus' name, receive that. Peace, rest is coming. When we get mental peace, you can have your seat. When you get mental peace, mental rest, sorry, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm excited. When you get mental rest, you get peace. Physical rest gives you strength. Mental rest gives you peace. Finally, there's spiritual rest for this year. And when I say spiritual rest, I'm not saying, oh, well, I don't have to do a thing. I'm going to let the pastor and the board do it all. I'm not talking about that kind of spiritual rest. I'm talking about a confidence that's coming. That we, we may not know what God's doing and how God's going to do it and when God's going to do it, but we just relax and rest and have confidence that God is in control. And we are going to let go. Somebody say, let go. Let go. We're going to let go and let God. Yeah. Come on, look at your neighbor. Tell him, let go. And let God. That's right. Let go and let God. That's what we're going to do. And we are going to have spiritual rest. Finally, Pastor Moses, I want you to come. What does this year look like for La Palma Christian Center? It's a year of recommitment. It's a year of rest. It's a year of release. I'm giving you an overview, and I'm kind of flying through this, really. But over the next three weeks... We're going to delve deeper into each of these points. A year of release. In this year, the year of Jubilee, God granted a release of land, a release of possession, a release of prisoners. This is the year of release. Property was released. Imagine that. I want you to read verses 23 through 33 later on this afternoon. Because of time, I, I'm not going to read that. But this lays down how property would be released back to the original family, to the original owner. In this year... I believe there's going to be a financial release. Anybody like a financial release in 2014? Are you tired of being tired? Are you frustrated with being frustrated? Somebody say release. Hallelujah, release. 
I thank you, God, that financial freedom is coming to La Palma Christian Center in 2014. I thank you, God, that property is coming back. I thank you, God. I believe that inheritance is going to come to some folks this year. Hallelujah. Release, release, release. Possessions are going to be coming back in 2014. It's the year of release. Property, possessions were released. Prisoners were released. Slaves were released. Now, look real quick at verse 39 there of chapter 25. If one of your brethren who dwells by you becomes poor and then has to sell himself to you or become a slave, you shall not compel him to serve as a slave. Now we're talking about the year of Jubilee. As a hired servant and a sojourner, he shall be with you and shall serve you until the year of Jubilee. And then he shall depart from you, he and his children, his whole family, and he shall return to his own family, and he shall return to the possession of his fathers. Release is coming to the prisoners. Release is coming to the slaves. There were opportunities for the slaves to release themselves or buy themselves out of slavery, but very few could do that. They were in debt, and so they would commit themselves to being a slave to the one they were in debt to. And maybe they could get some money over the years, maybe not. There was another opportunity for family members to say, I'm going to buy Stephen out. And they pay off your debt, and they release you, and they pull you out of slavery. But a lot of families couldn't do that either. So when the year of Jubilee came, it didn't matter if the slave had enough money to buy himself out. It didn't matter if the family had enough money to buy their family member out. On the year of Jubilee, they were released. <laughs> they were released. Can you imagine? And the debt was wiped clean. Debts were forgiven. Prisoners released. Slavery released. This is the year of Jubilee, church. I can't, I, I know that it's not just for me. I, I really believe that this is our year of Jubilee. Our year of recommitment. Charlie, I love that God gives us a, a new start. Because <laughs> we all need it. I don't care who you are. He gives us a new start. But what will we do with it? Will we recommit ourselves? Let's do it. In this year of Jubilee, recommitment, rest, physical, mental, spiritual, and release. That's this year for us. I want you to bow your heads all over this room. Are you ready for the year of Jubilee? A year of celebration? A year of partying? God is pushing a reset button for us, La Palma. That blows my mind. We should celebrate this year and expect all of the good things that God has for us. If you're ready for your year of Jubilee, you're ready to recommit. You're ready to rest. You're ready for release. I want you to stand up on your feet.
you feeling this, Jerry? This year? Something different about this year. I really feel that. Something different about this year. Breakthroughs coming. Blessings are coming. Ah, hallelujah. Come on and lift your hands all over this room. God, have your way in our lives. We commit ourselves to you on this first Sunday of the year. And we commit this year to you, God. Help us to do right, to live right. We commit ourselves to prayer and to your word. We commit ourselves, God, to evangelizing and witnessing. We commit ourselves to be faithful in service unto you. We commit ourselves, God, in giving to you what belongs to you. God, I speak and declare rest over this congregation. I believe it will be a year of rest. Let it be so. And God, we are excited about the release that's coming. Come on and say release again. Come on, take hold of somebody's hand right quick and just tell them, tell them, say release is coming this year. Come on, declare that to somebody. Tell them release is coming in your home. Release is coming in your marriage. Release is coming this year. Your finances are going to be released. Your spiritual gifts are going to be released. Hey, release is coming. Release is coming. Release is coming. It's the year of release. It's the year of release. Hallelujah. Come on, let's celebrate. Oh, come on, let's celebrate this year of Jubilee, the 50th year, and all the good things that God has in store for La Bama Christian Center. We celebrate you today, God. We celebrate in this year of liberty, this year of freedom. Hallelujah. more thing I must ask before we leave is your heart right with Jesus is your heart right with Jesus is there anybody here today that you need to dedicate your heart to Jesus and ask him to forgive you of your sin ask him to be your Lord if that's you lift your hand and let me pray for you before we leave come on don't don't, don't just hope that you're okay know that you're okay Remember, if we, if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart, is your heart right with Jesus? Just 30 more seconds and we're all going to go to lunch. I love you so much, I'm going to buy everybody in here a taco at Taco Bell. <laughs> now we'll pass that one taco around till it's gone, but that's how much I love you. Is your heart right with Jesus? I got to ask you. Is your heart right with Jesus? The year of Jubilee. I, I love it. I'm excited about 50. What it means for us. It's significant what God is going to do. Amen. Amen. Don't forget tonight, 6 o'clock, undecorating, fast, friendly food. Amen? Amen. Pastor Moses, would you dismiss us in prayer? Father, we thank you again for your, your presence, your spirit, your word this morning. 
Father, we pray, God, that we would continue to walk in your freedom. Father, we thank you, God, that you laid it out for us, God, that you did all the work, Lord God, and, and we can receive and reap the benefits, God. But I pray, Lord God, that we would not just be free, Lord God, and, and venture off and on our own way. God, but that we would walk with you. Lord God, that we would be led by your spirit every day. God, and that we would walk in your freedom every day. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness. Father, we thank you that you are in our corner. You're on our side. You have the best, our best interest in mind. Father, we thank you for that. And we ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.